Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Hey, thanks for joining me today for the Daily Devotional. Obviously, if uh, you watched yesterday's devotion, you know that this was recorded uh, in Mexico and the stadium that we did our Awaken event is right behind us. If you actually missed yesterday's devotional, I would encourage you just to go back and watch it so you have some context. We're talking about the kingdom of God coming through our lives. I'd mentioned yesterday, and if you were with us on a, a Sunday morning a couple of weeks ago, I'd said, said it then as well, that Christianity is not a spectator sport. You know, we're not called to, like, you look behind me, and, you know, obviously this is a place where people are entertained, they come, they pay their money, they get their nachos and whatever, and they sit in a seat and they watch people play a game. They watch their favorite soccer player uh, or soccer team play uh, a game. That's American soccer. Everyone else calls it football because Americans have to do it their own way. Um, that's a topic for another time. But, but Christianity is not like this, right? I mean, in your Christian life, you're not just called to sit in one of the stands and watch everyone else play the game and, and fight it out and, and blood, sweat, and tears and uh, everything that happens on the field. No, you're actually called to be uh, participating. You're part of the team. You know, you're in the battle. Um, you are to be used by God, not just uh, sitting back as, as a, a person just in the audience watching the game transpire. And, um, you know, you'll never really get everything out of your relationship with God until you take that, t- until you take that step, until you answer the call. And by the way, it is a call. You know, like you can't read the New Testament and conclude that God's okay with you just hanging out and watching while everyone else is really pouring their hearts out to see his kingdom manifested. Yesterday we talked about how um, that's first and foremost a, a huge piece of our prayer life. In fact, when Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray, like that was one of the first things that he taught them to pray. Acknowledging God as their heavenly father Um, acknowledging that he is holy and he deserves to be honored, but then also acknowledging that there is this divine intention to bring uh, the kingdom of heaven to earth right now for every generation. And so um, obviously that really does begin, number one, in prayer. It's, It's learning to have the heart of God for the lost as we're seeking his face. And then praying also in a way where we're yielding ourselves to him and and saying, God, here I am, send me. The key word is send. And so today we're in uh, verse 5 of Matthew chapter 10. If you have your Bible, you can turn there with me today. And uh, I'm going to pray at the end of this. So the Bible says in verse 5, these 12, he selected 12, these 12 Jesus sent out instructing them. And this was just what they were called to do for the moment. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and proclaim as you go, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of of heaven is at hand. So Jesus, uh, right off the bat with his 12 disciples. Now, listen, if you're one of the 12, uh, you might be thinking, hey, this is going to be killer. You know, I mean, we get to hang with Jesus and and we get to cruise with him and watch him do all these miracles, these signs and wonders, and listen to him teach. And we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna travel Israel and and uh, then kick up our feet and hang out with the master. And you know, it maybe it it seemed or sounded kind of cushy, but it wasn't cushy. It wasn't inactivity. It wasn't just being you know part of the audience. 
right off the bat, Jesus commissions the 12. He sends the 12. He calls the 12 to go, to go out. Now, this was a specific calling at this point in time to go to the Jewish people. Because like Paul said, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation for those who believe first for the Jew, right? There's an order to it uh, because they had the privilege of um, carrying the, the scriptures and they had the privilege of being the people through whom God ultimately brought the Messiah. And because of that, the gospel first went to them. He obviously is not denying that the gospel is going to go to the Gentile nations, but this was just the particular calling. But he sent them. He called them to go. Remember, you know, I think many times when we think of church, you know, the operative word for, for us is come, right? We're inviting people to come all the time. And sometimes, you know, the way that things are set up, it just becomes our framework where you know, we are, we go and we attend and we're in the audience and there's a stage and then there's lights and then there's speakers and there's uh, worship leaders and everyone's doing their thing and we're just kind of sitting there and taking it all in. Um, but you know, it's not just about coming to receive, it is also about going in a way where we're sent. You know, the word sent implies that there's a commission connected to it. There's one who is sending. There's one who is purposing his people to move in a direction with a divine intention. And the divine intention is mentioned here. He says, you're going to go, and this is what you're going to tell everybody. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Remember, just a couple of chapters ago, he's got them praying, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And now he's saying, now you're going to go, and you're going to be the messengers you're going to be the ones who bring the message. You're, you're going to declare. You're the answer to the prayer. So, so there's a piece here I want you to connect. When we're praying to God and we're saying, I'm making myself available to you. By the way, this is a, a great quote. God is not interested in your, in your ability. Excuse me, let's see if I can get the quote, quote, quote right. God's not interested in your ability. He's interested in your availability. And so when we're praying and we're saying, God, here am I, what we're saying is, God, I'm available. I may not have a lot to offer, but God, I'm available. And, and so what God does is he takes you as you've made yourself available and he sends you. He sends you out. Look, he sends you out in the workplace. He sends you out amongst your friends. He divinely guides you to the neighborhood that you're called to live in. You, you are a person that's being, if you're a Christian, directed by God. Now you've got to recognize that your life is not just about fulfilling your personal desires. Your life has a higher purpose. There's a higher calling for you. And there couldn't be a higher calling. Look at your job. You get to make money and you get to have associates and colleagues and things like that. But the higher calling for you is that God is going to create divine appointments so that you can share the kingdom of heaven with someone so that as they do believe seeds planted, eventually they put their trust and faith in Christ, they're going to be in heaven forever. What an amazing, amazing privilege that you and I have to be people who are sent by the master to bring this simple message that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And when we say the kingdom of heaven is at hand, we're just talking about the love of God and the giving of his son, right? Jesus came from heaven to earth. He lived a perfect life. He died on the cross so that what has obstructed our relationship with God could be removed. 
And he rose victoriously again from the dead on the third day. And as you put your faith in him, heaven becomes a present reality in your life. I want to encourage you today, view your day like that, right? View your day. You're praying, God, bring heaven as a present reality. I'm available to you. Use me. And now as you go out the front door, you're being sent. Bring the message of the gospel. You know, if the however many hundreds or thousands of people who are watching this would just do that, think about the impact we could have on the world today. All right, let's pray. Father, I do pray that you would just cause the impact to be mighty and powerful today as your people avail themselves to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.